Hey there, I'm Natalie Abbott, and this is The Dwell Podcast. At Dwell, we help you memorize one Bible verse every month. On our weekly podcast, we talk about what our verse means, how it's challenging us, and about how the God of the universe wants to connect with us in our daily lives. Well, welcome back. This is Vera Schmitz. I am your guest host, filling in for my sister, Natalie Abbott. And guys, I am so excited. If you missed our first episode with Sadie, you got to go back because she's got some real truth in there. And it, listen, this episode, this this series is not for just young people. It is for everybody. Um, we're going to be talking about Sadie's new book, Who Are You Following? We're going to be talking about confidence this month, all month long. The verse we're focusing on and memorizing at Dwell is, so do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded, which is Hebrews 1035. Um, okay. So Sadie, you wrote in your book that you share and write out this verse in every book that you write. So yep. I want to know why and what do you what is the main message here that we need to know about this verse? Yeah, so this verse was a pivotal verse for me. Um, I remember the day I read it, January 16, 2012, um, so 10 years ago. I remember the day that I read it, and it kind of changed every perspective for me. And it was because whenever I was in eighth grade, this is when I was in eighth grade, that was um, a year that I was really struggling with confidence, just like probably every eighth grade mm-hmm. girl in the whole world and guy is probably struggling with confidence as well. And I just remember like genuinely wanting to be confident because I thought if you're a Christian, you're supposed to be confident. But I'm like, but how are you supposed to be confident? Like here I am, eighth grade, like just got my braces off, mm-hmm. I've never waxed my eyebrows, <laughs> not looking too cute, wearing like my Under Armour headband. Yes. Like how can I be confident, you know? And um, so I just remember thinking, okay, I, I got to figure this out. So I Googled verses on confidence and what I was hoping to find was I was thinking I'd find something in the word where it's like God says like, this is who you are and you're amazing and you're so awesome and why would you ever feel insecure? You know, that's not what I found. I actually <laughs> found Hebrews 10 35 and it says, so then do not forget the confident trust that you have in the Lord mm. for that will be richly rewarded. And when I read it, it was like, oh my gosh, I've been looking at this wrong for the past year of my insecurity in this eighth grade girl's life. I was like, I've been trying to figure out how to be confident in who I am, Mm. in my sports ability, in my popularity, in my looks, and all these different things. But I have not tried to be confident in who God is. And what's amazing is when I started to become confident in who God Mm. is, I started to become confident in who I was. Because when you're confident in the creator, you're more confident in his creation, knowing that, okay, if God is that good, and he doesn't make mistakes, and he is kind, and he is loving, and he's gracious, and he is powerful, and he is pure, and he made me, then that means that I'm loved. And that means that I have something to say, and that that means that I'm powerful, and that I can be brave, and that I can... And so it was just this revelation. And I actually preached on this at Passion this year of, you know, it's not going to be the moment where you figure out who you are, that you all of a sudden have this epiphany, like this is who I am and I'm free and I'm coming. It's actually whenever you have a revelation of who God is. See, that's whenever you're truly confident. And so Hebrews 10.35 was a great reminder of don't forget it. Don't forget your confidence in God because that will be rich rewarded. And I remember, I mean, I've said this verse I can't even tell you how many times I've said this verse. I've said this verse in 
so many messages I've preached. I've said this verse in every book that I've written. I've said this book to myself privately before I go on any stage. Even uh, Dancing with the Stars, I remember sitting um, at the top of this birthday cake that they had built. It was huge birthday cake, and we were about to sing the Katy Perry song, Birthday or whatever. And uh, right before we went on, I just remember in my mind, like sitting there with thousands of people in the audience, millions of people watching online and saying to myself, I will not forget the confident trust that I have in you, God, mm. for that will be richly rewarded. And um, gosh, the cool thing about that is that life throws a lot of pressures on you sometimes. And um, sometimes those pressures can feel overwhelming, mm. but God is not he is not scared of those pressures. He can take them. He can handle them. And so when you feel that weight on you and you put it on God, there's this confidence that comes in your life knowing that he's got me. He's got this. He's not going to let me fail. He, uh, There's no weapon that can form against him that can prosper. And there's just a, a crazy amount of confidence that comes in that. Mm, I love, 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 love what you're saying there. It's like I was, as you were talking, I was just visualizing like, like how you're like stepping into the shoes you were created to fill. And I mm -hmm. think a lot about exactly what you're saying. Like our culture tells us like, you be you, you do you, find your own confidence, find your own strength, dig down deep, you got this. And that message feels like a lot. <laughs> that message is um, fake news. It's not true. I think that's the thing. It's like people think – because culture tells you when you find yourself, you'll find confidence. When you find yourself, you'll find um, freedom, all these different things. And so people say, like, follow your truth. You do you, boo. Like, all these different things. But it's not true because what happens is you're going to always be on a journey because you're never going to fully find you, you know, your truth can always change. And that's why it's so important that you find yourself in God, who's the Alpha and the Omega. You find your truth in the truth, Jesus Christ, because it's unchanging. And when there's a truth that's unchanging and there's a God who's unchanging, there's a confidence that comes with that. Because if something is inconsistent, how do you have confidence in it? Mm -hmm. You can't because you can't trust it. Like even in a relationship with my husband, if Christian lied to me all the time, it would be really hard to have confident trust in Christian mm -hmm. because I'd be like, how could I ever trust you? You're here and you're there. You're tossed to and fro, which is just like us in our life sometimes. But with God, it's like I can actually confidently trust you because you go from glory to glory to glory mm -hmm. because you are the alpha and the omega because you are the way, the truth, and the life. And there's just such a confidence that comes with the consistency of who God is. There's such a confidence in knowing that no matter what happens in my day, the sun's going to come up tomorrow. There's even the fact that God created creation in that cycle of, hey, the moon's going to come and the sun's <laughs> going to come and the moon's going to come. The sun. What a confidence that that can bring to your life, knowing that no matter what happens, tomorrow is an opportunity. And so I just I just love how consistent God is. And I think that there's a lot of confidence that comes from that. And I think that we when we try to put that on ourselves, like we can do that and we are going to live our truth and we're going to do us. Oh, gosh, it's just, it's it's crushing. just a recipe for disaster. Yeah, it's so crushing because I know me. Like I, yeah, I, no, that's the scary. I part. know me. I'm gonna let me down. I'm, I'm not gonna be enough. I like the whole like you are enough. Like that message to me is saying like I gotta dig down inside of me. Well, I know that I, I run empty. Like 
I know that I don't want to be it. I don't want to be it. Exactly. Like, what kind of I don't want to be my own savior. I want to fall in the arms of one. You know, it's like, yeah, you can do that, but it's a fight, man. Don't you just kind of want to fall in the arms of a savior? Yes. You know, of one who, um, gosh, defeated everything for you. So I'm with you, girl. I don't. I don't want to be that for mm-hmm. myself. No, and like as I'm hearing you talk, like you're speaking scripture to me right now. Like you're you're mm-hmm. telling me the truth, and that's. That's where we figure out where our confidence is. It's knowing his word because that's how we know God. And when we know him, we know his love. We live in his love. And that's where the confidence comes from. Totally, totally. And there's so many scriptures about that. I think sometimes we, um, you know, we like to take scripture and then we apply it to our life, you know. But typically, a lot of the scriptures we love is always like dependent on you being um, with the word. Mm-hmm. So basically, even like we talk about like being like a tree planted by a stream of living water, whose fruit and other others are fades, all that. We love that verse, Psalms 1. But then right before that, it says, uh, for those who meditate on the law day and night, mm-hmm. they will be like a tree planted by a stream of living water whose leaves will not, whether whose fruit will not die off. And so I think what y'all are doing is so crucial because you're teaching people the word. And when you dwell on the word, there is this prosperous life that you have, even in uh, Matthew, where it talks about how when the wind came and the the rain, when the rain came and the wind blew and all this stuff, like the house is built on a rock for those who know the word of God, you know? And so, yes, it is so important. I think so many people, the reason why they uh, go through life and they're up and down and all around and, you know, I just feel like so overwhelmed is because they're not anchored on the truth of God's word. And if you really take a look at the world, you'll realize the trends change every single day. (laughs) And if not every day, every month, and it's always going to change. And you can't anchor yourself on things that are inconsistent. And so the anchor of God's word really does um, change who you are. Okay, so here's my question then, because I know there's people listening that are like, oh, look at Sadie. She knows God's word. She's spitting it out. It's in her. Like, I want to know your routine for anchoring yourself in God's word. Like, what does it look like for you to anchor yourself in his word and to know his word and to be able to spit it out? Yeah, I have to say, I'm about to give some hope to some people out there because I am not a routine person. So unroutine that I don't even keep my toothbrush in the same spot. Like I am just all over the place. So I'm not the person that I am going to wake up every single morning at 630 and read the word. That's not me. You know, I think that's awesome for people who do that um, genuinely. And I think if that is something for you that that gets you through your day, then like, by all means, do it. Mm-hmm. And that's incredible. That's not been my my approach because that's just not that's just not um, necessarily that's not necessarily me. But in Isaiah, it talks about um, for your name and your renown are the desires of my soul. That is uh, the passions verse. But around that verse, I can't remember if it's right before or right after, it says something along the lines of like my soul earns for you in the evening, my spirit longs for you in the morning. And um, that to me is it. It's this all day, every day longing to see Jesus. And so 
what that desire does for me is it leads me straight to the word. Mm -hmm. I want to read the word. I want to know more about the scripture. I want to listen to worship music every opportunity I get. I want to listen to people's sermons because I want to learn because in the evening I'm seeking him in the morning. I'm longing for him. It's just this 24 seven desire of God. And so if you're wanting to learn the word and you're wanting to really dive into scripture, um, I would say, yeah, meditate on it. You know, really don't, don't, do it like I have to do it at 6.30 or I have to do it at right before I go to bed. Because I think in those things, it's just like creating this opportunity for you to fail. But do it more of like 24-7, God, I'm seeking you. So whether that's I have this minute, I'm going to open my word, I'm going to read as much as I can because I just want to know more about mm-hmm. you. Or it's, okay, I'm laying here in bed and I'm tired, but I'm not falling asleep. So I'm just going to listen to worship music and declare who you are. And you don't realize that just like Instagram or TikTok, it's like you watch these TikToks all day long and then you know them by heart and you can sing all of them and you can do all of them. It's the same with the word. The more you read the word, the more you meditate on the scripture, the more it's naturally going to come out of you and you can't help but talk about it. Sometimes even I'm talking to you and I'm surprised at the scripture that I know, mm-hmm. not even realizing that that was going to come out. But the word of God says that his word is active and alive. And so when you're talking and when you're communicating, it's like all that just like comes out and it's active and alive and it changes people's hearts. I Yeah, that is so good. It is. It's so true. I think back to some of the hardest times in my life where I've been in hard seasons and that desire you're talking about, that's how my original desire to know God's word. And and that's what you said. Like you were not confident and you went to the word and it came out of this Mm -hmm. hardship. And same for me, like I was in hardship and I went to the word. And when you see the fruit of being in his word, when you're not in hardship, God will give you that desire to be in his word. And if you don't have a desire to be in his word, ask for it. Totally. I One verse that really motivated me, it was a verse that talks about like from the heart so the mouth shall speak. Mm. And that verse like it was like the best uh, accountability ever because I was like, oh gosh, like I talk all the time. And so whatever's <laughs> in my heart is going to come out and I better know what's happening. And so I really wanted to read the word because I'm like, when I talk, like I want to say scripture. And so if you're out there and you're like, man, I want to speak scripture like they are. I want to know scripture. It's literally just a matter of starting. Just learn it. Because I remember looking at people years ago saying, I want to talk like that. I want to know scripture like that. And it's just diving in and starting to learn it and um, learning who God is and Gosh, it's it's a fun journey to go on. I love that. Now, I want to shift here just real quick before we end this episode. I got a couple questions. Um, so you talk about in your book times when you found yourself looking to like your likes as a source of your confidence or you were posting things totally. that were curated and like looked a certain way, but on the inside, the reality was like, whether it was a relationship or whatever, you're like, that's actually not my reality. Um, And then you're looking for these likes. And I want you to talk about how that version comes up short and versus Mm. this idea of rooting your confidence in Christ and that being rewarded. Yeah. I mean, likes is just another example of kind of that desire for human affirmation. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like when someone affirms me and what I'm doing, it makes me feel better about it. And sometimes people can affirm you and things that you're doing that 
aren't necessarily good because you're not giving them the full picture. And I think for social media, that's the danger, right? Mm-hmm. It's um, there's a time in my life where I was in a not so great relationship. But I wasn't giving people the full picture of that. I was giving them the goals version Mm -hmm. of that, the perfect version of that. And their likes and their comments was actually affirming me in something I didn't need to be in. Because they liked it and because they commented, it made me feel good. And it made me um, almost be like, hey, this isn't so bad, Mm -hmm. right? Like, this is good. Like, look at how many people like us and how many people comment and whatnot. And it was fun. Like, it was fun to be like that couple. Um, But it wasn't fun in real life. It was fun for like a minute of like, yay, we got all these likes. And then it was like very empty Mm because it was like, but we're actually not happy. Mm. And no one actually knows what we're going through. So it's actually very lonely. And it's actually bringing me so much anxiety living two versions of myself. And it's actually bringing me so much anxiety trying to do things for people's likes. Mm -hmm. Because when you try to do stuff for people's affirmation, you're dependent on them affirming you. You're dependent on their likes. And if it doesn't come, then you feel like you failed or you feel like you're not good enough or you feel like you're not pretty enough or not cool enough or whatever. And that is a vicious cycle that so many people are in. And so I have to say, friends, if you're in that cycle and you're doing things for likes or you're doing things for approval, or maybe it's not a social media like, but you're doing it for just the uh, genuine, like just to be liked. Mm -hmm. Because there are times in my life where I'll walk in a room and I'll say something just to be liked. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, that was stupid. Why did I do Mm -hmm. that? You know? All of those times it, it brings you up short because you're going to end up feeling like you're not good enough. You're going to end up feeling like you want more out mm-hmm. of it because our desire in life isn't truly to be liked. It's to be loved. It's not truly to be affirmed by people. It's to be um, content with who God created you to be. It's it's really not going to ever be found in what people can do or say to you. It really is going to be found in who God says that you are and how God sees you. And so um, – For me, it was a journey of stopping that process of not posting things to be light, but um, only posting things out of a place of knowing I'm already loved, so it doesn't matter. And not doing things that are not true to who I am because being seen truly is the cheapest version of being known. Mm. That's what I talk about in the book. Mm -hmm. It's not fun to be seen by a lot of people but known by no one. And um, that will leave you feeling very empty in your life. And so it's so important that you don't put things on people that you can only find in God. And now we can all go home because that is such a good word. Thank you for your wisdom and for your courage to write it and to lead and to be vulnerable. Guys, you got to come back next week. We got one more episode with Sadie. We're loving our time with her. Sadie, thanks so much. Thank you. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Dwell Podcast. You can find out more about us at Dwell Differently on Instagram, Facebook, and at dwelldifferently.com online. We help people connect with God through scripture memory, daily posts, a weekly blog, and of course, this podcast.